You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Along with Christian, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the THPN. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for being our sponsor. Use that promo code THPN the next time you are there. Unfortunately, the Stars, with a great road effort tonight, great team defense overall, do fall to the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-1 to one in the last 30 seconds of the game. Chris, what are your initial thoughts in tonight's game? Gosh, that sucks. That's my <laughs> initial thoughts. I mean, the, the Stars played really well in a defensive game that they don't really excel in, and we've talked about that at length so far but i thought every part of our defense were good our forwards back checking were great i feel like every single defenseman we played tonight had a really good game especially colin miller who's been struggling recently i thought he played outstanding and just to for it to end that way off of having so much pressure too we had all the pressure in the last five minutes and the pins get one chance and malkin puts in the back of the net that's what that's what a generational player like malkin can do and that just it, it sucks not to get anything out of this, especially since we have a back to back tomorrow against the best team in the league. It's gonna sting. Second best team in the league, Chris. Second oh, best. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Boston. So Yeah, that's kind of how exactly how I felt. Now I'll pull up Eric's comment over here because it's it, that's it's dead on. It, it's dead on. It's disgusting. Great game. Too bad it ended like that, and we get nothing out of a great road effort. I mean, we have been talking at length about how the stars are a more offensive team than they have been, you know, in years past, especially the last two years. And to get an effort like that, and everybody looked great tonight. There wasn't like anybody that I thought was like out of place or didn't play particularly well. It was just a great road effort. That's exactly how you want to play on the road. And it just absolutely sucks the way that it ended. Well, I can tell you it didn't look great. Our finishing didn't look great because we only did it once. I mean, <laughs> someone's got to score. I mean, help the first line out a little bit because the first line had a scoring chance every shift it felt like. And someone's got to score other than the first line and Jamie Benn. I mean, seriously, we need someone to step up. So getting straight into the first period, biggest news going into this game obviously was some of the Differences in the forward lines that we saw. Obviously, you. Uh, by the way, Chris, great blog post that you put up, and it was at the perfect time because Gary Onoff is a talking point right now. But that was a really big talking point with a lot of Stars fans. He's playing on the line with Johnston and Ben. He's getting an opportunity to maybe start getting himself going more momentum-wise, start building some momentum, some confidence. I don't know if he did that tonight, but what what did you think of him overall? He had some really good plays, and he had some really terrible plays. And unfortunately, that's just what Kiryanov kind of is right now. Uh, this is a game where you really need him to bury an individual effort. 
or something like that. Some weird thing has to happen or some fantastic play has to go to beat Yari tonight. And that's where you really want to see him just break away and dive to the net and didn't see that tonight from him. So at this point, if he's not getting points, I'm not going to say I'm happy with him. I thought he played well for, well, he played above average, I guess you could, you could say. I didn't see him use his speed until the second period. So that's something I noticed right off the bat. I didn't see it until the second period. And then he had that one egregious turnover at our own blue line when he was trying to get it out. He tried to punch it out. Other than that, that was the one bad thing, and it could have been anybody that was in that same situation. He actually had some really good defensive plays tonight too, which was shocking, especially in the third period. I can think of three fantastic defensive plays that he made and then turned them into offensive chances too. So he's just so up and down, even – Within games and throughout the season, he's just such a weird player. What did you think of the defensive pairing of Nils Lundqvist and Miro Haskinen tonight? That was another big talking point. Obviously, it was fantastic. Uh, Lundqvist, I think, gets a career high tonight of time on ice. 1923. That's pretty good. He was scratched four games ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's playing fantastic. I mean, really. In the first goal, almost completely for him because of the fantastic offensive play he made and razor made a really good point. It feels a lot easier when you're playing with Miro Haskinen and that's definitely true. And maybe that's exactly what a young guy like Lundqvist needs. He needs to have a guy back there that he knows is going to have his back. And Haskinen definitely has that. So right off the bat in the first period, the Minutemen do it again. Hints picks up a random lucky bounce off of Chris Letang and he puts it five hole, and Lundqvist gets the assist on it. So Lundqvist with his fifth point in four games, I believe, is what it is. Something like that, yeah. And the Stars take a early one to nothing lead. Uh, I mean, what did you what did you think? Yeah, good start. Like I said, Lundqvist that was a great play. I mean, he he jumped on the opportunity at the exact right time. A little bit of a lucky bounce to go to Rope Hints, but Lundqvist is also looking for that. He's looking to get a rebound, and that's exactly what he got. Just wasn't off the goalie. Uh, Jake Ottinger would deny Malkin off of a rush chance. He would have a big opportunity there, and Otter says no. Dallas would go on the power, power play, excuse me, and uh, it was Pedersen. They would get the penalty with a cross-check on Kiviranta. Kiviranta with another pretty good game tonight. As Fantastic well. game, I thought, actually. Uh, there was a couple of chances there. Uh, Mason Marchment had the most notable one with a redirection in the slot. Uh, did not make it on net, but it was a good chance. Dallas would go on the penalty kill, Foxa, for hooking on Malkin. So Malkin's all over the ice and all over my notes in the first 10 minutes of the game. Uh, Sagan had a really good play with a stick in the lane, and Johnston would have a shot blocked off of a power play, or not a power play, excuse me, uh, just five on five. And this shot blocked leads to a Malkin breakaway, and then Dallas would take a penalty off of that breakaway and Suter would get the hooking call on Malkin. I'm okay with that penalty. Would did, did you be okay with the penalty on that particular play? Yeah, especially on Malkin, but he gets <laughs> his revenge in the end. Right. During that power play, uh, Joseph scores on the power play from the right face-off dot. Otter was screened. He never saw it. And it's one-to-one right after that particular goal. It, it was nothing... It was it wasn't like it was an amazing shot or anything like that. It would just 
just kind of happened. What did you think? Yeah, it is a good screen, and the guy in front was completely uncontested, which I don't think that's how he wanted to play with Otter. I mean, Otter is not known for seeing through bodies exceptionally well the way uh, like Hudobin was. Hudobin was fantastic at that. I think we need to clear the ice in front of Otter a little bit, a little bit better than that. At least contest the guy, but it was it was kind of free, is what it felt like to me. Robo would have a really big opportunity off an, an extreme angle with Jari out of the net. Jari makes the big save on that. With a minute remaining, Gary, and this is the turnover I was talking about, Gary Onuf was not able to get it out. It leads to chaos in front of Otter. And yeah. with 33 seconds remaining in the first period, Dallas takes a penalty. It was Miller for high-sticking on McGinn. It was kind of a... I can't think of the right word right now. It was not a penalty you wanted to take at that time. It, it, it yeah. wasn't like... Suter's penalty. Suter's penalty was a good penalty. That's a penalty you want to take. Uh, that was not a good penalty to take. So yeah, ending the first period, it's one to one. And Dallas started well. They got some chances, but then they got into some penalty trouble. And that caused some issues for the Stars for the remainder of that period. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You so, got it. Moving on to the second, early on in the first minute during the power play for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Glenn Denning is on a two-on-one. He gets a good shot off, not able to put it past Jari. Pavelski hits the post a minute later, and then a freak accident. Dallas has two broken sticks five minutes yeah. into the second period, and it, I've never seen that happen. In, I've never seen it. It, 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 was, it was literally, a, you can't even say five on three and three quarters, I guess. I don't, I don't know what you would say there. I have there. no idea. But Kivi Ronson makes a really good defensive play. He gets a block up at the blue line, and he he it allows the Stars to relieve pressure. Great play by Kivi Ronson there. Yeah, fantastic. He blocks a shot, then takes the puck, skates it up the ice to get the change. I mean, that was fantastic by Kivi I thought he was great defensively and had a lot of chances offensively. I just wish his shot was a little bit better, and he would have had a goal tonight too. Speaking of someone who I thought should have had a goal tonight, uh, Delandrea had a really good opportunity on a two-on-one with Sagan, and the guy just can't score a goal to save his life. Like, he gets all of these chances lately and prime chances. It's like he's getting the Yanmark curse on him or something. I don't know. Um, Tristan Jari made the initial save, and then he wasn't sure where it was after he made that initial save. Um, after that, I wrote down this, like I mentioned, Gary Onuf used to speed for the first time in the game 10 minutes into the second period. And... This is something I, that I wrote, and I because I didn't feel like it was bad for the Stars. I didn't think it was a bad period for the Stars, but they had a lot of ozone time, or excuse me, D zone time. But Pittsburgh wasn't really doing much with their offensive possession time. Is yeah, that fair? I think that was I think that was the good defense by the Stars. We were following their cycle really well, putting a lot of pressure on them. So they would get into the zone, pass it around a little bit, and we'd knock it right back out. So I thought the Stars played really well. I think that was credit to them. And it seemed like every single shift that that top line came out for, they had some sort of scoring chance or spent time in the offensive zone or insert good thing offensively here. So it's, it's a miracle they only scored one. Literally a miracle. Tristan Yari was fantastic, and then they just got so unlucky. Kiviranta probably should have been called for a penalty with about three and a half minutes remaining in the second period. For sure. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was a penalty. It should have been called, but it wasn't. Um, Otter plays a one hopper off a blocker. Like he looks like an outfielder out there and it leads to an extended, uh, extended zone time for the Pittsburgh Penguins there. 
and thankfully nothing comes of it. So after the second period, it remains one to one. And I wrote Dallas is playing a great road game with Pittsburgh playing well defensively as well. So yeah. that's I thought the how stars. I thought the Stars played an even better second period than they did the first period, and I thought Pittsburgh really got away with one there. I mean, we I feel, felt like we should have had two goals then, and Yari got really lucky with some of the saves. He wasn't even looking fantastic to me in that period. His, just his scrambles, somehow they didn't go in. So it, it it's really unfortunate not to get one of those there, and we've had that struggle recently of we got the chances, they're all there, and no one can, no one can finish them. And that's Feels weird. like last year. Yeah, and that, that's what I was like about to mention is like last year, that's every single player was like that. And uh except for the top line, obviously. But it, it felt like this year most people are getting those opportunities to go in. And uh just recently it just hasn't been working well for the stars. So Chris, if you do me a favor real quick while I'm talking, and but will you go on Money Puck and look up the deserve to win o meter? Yeah, I already did. Oh, actually. you already did? Oh, okay. It was, Tell us. It was forty-eight fifty-two for Pittsburgh's favor. It was pretty much dead even. Really? Okay, that surprises me a little bit because I thought the Stars were the better team for the most part. Anyways, going into the third period, uh, hence alone in front of Jari. Jari makes a brilliant save there. It's almost like the Stars are getting goalied again for the second time in five games. Dallas would go on the power play. Uh, Ruta would take a tripping call. Delandria is the one that uh, draws the call. Nothing really comes of that other than Ben. He misses high on the slot. It was a pretty decent chance for Jamie Ben there. And then I, I thought this was funny. Um, I forgot whose glove it was, but one of the Pittsburgh team yeah. teammates, his glove fell off, and they, they didn't even mention it on the broadcast. But <laughs> Ben took his glove and shot it into Otter's net. <laughs> yep, scored it so, on his own net. Yeah, mm. so Ben scored a goal with the Pittsburgh glove in his own net. I, that's something I never thought I would be able to write or see, so I thought it was hilarious. Um, lots of block shots and defensive plays tonight. This was a defensive struggle, which is very weird for today's NHL, but it was a fun game to watch from that aspect. Um, Crosby has a chance off the rush. He chips it just wide, just wide off of Otter's net. There was a crazy broken play for the Stars' third line that led to a chance. It just looked it looked like it was just pinballing from person to person, trying to make its way towards uh, Tristan Jari. And, of course, five and a half minutes remaining. There was another scoring chance for the first line. Again, just continuing to get chance after chance and not able to put it on. There was a good deep play by Ryan Suter on uh, Kasperi Kampanen. Palin gets a shot on Otter. It's a four-on-three, and it was a good play by Otter there. And then Malkin just puts a dagger in the stars. He scores with 35 seconds remaining in the period. He scores off the rush. Otter had a great poke check, and it just happened to go yeah. to one of the best players in the NHL over the past two decades. And he puts Pittsburgh up two to one. Yeah, def definitely the right play by Otter there. I mean, you take away the guy's ice, and it, like you said, it, it was lucky that it deflected right to Malkin. Also good on Malkin knowing where it'll go if he pokes check if he poke checks it. So Otter does the right thing, Malkin does the right thing even better and and scores. I mean, you'd like that to get cleared by a defender or Malkin to be tied up by someone on on the Stars defense, but I mean they had one chance in the last 5 minutes and they scored on it. G give them credit. That's that's what that's what the Penguins that's what the Penguins do is what it feels like. They they take advantage of their opportunities for sure. 
And I thought this was really interesting, but this was the first time in five meetings between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Dallas Stars that Evgeny Malkin had actually played in a said meeting just because he's been injured or hurt or whatever uh, during the other four meetings. So I thought that was a very weird statistic to talk about. Hey, hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into even bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Chris, what happened in tonight's game? I think tonight's game is really when you need a depth goal. I mean, you need someone else to help you when you're on the road against a really deep team like the Penguins are. You need a goal from a Kiviranta, a Foxa, a Gurionov, a Johnston, something like that. You need one of those to go in. And the Stars couldn't get it. No, no matter what happened, it it just wouldn't go in. So I think the Penguins did get a depth goal. Even though it was on the power play, it was by no-name defenseman kind of at the end. So I'm going to call it a depth goal. And I think that's what did it. They got one depth goal. Stars got none. That was it. Good defensive game, both sides. Pretty much evenly matched in every other aspect. And it, it was a great game tonight by both teams. Both teams game. played very well. It, it's it's a different kind of game if you enjoy this kind of game. If you're one of the people that enjoys goals after goal after goal and like you know odd man rushes both ways and connecting and stuff like that, then this was not your kind of game. But I enjoyed this game a lot. Because you could see how much dirty work both teams were doing. It, it was yeah. a, it was so much fun to watch from that aspect. We, we had to learn how to love this kind of hockey last year. So it's a lot easier uh-huh. to admire it for one game a season now. But th- th- this isn't the kind of game the Stars want to play overall, though. I mean, in low-scoring games, the Stars have a terrible record. It's really bad. I think they have one win, and it's when we shut out the Capitals 2 to nothing. Uh other than that, we do not do well in those scoring affairs. So we need to try and open the ice up more, I think, in these games and not maybe not worry about our defense as much as the wrong thing to say, but <laughs> you got to open some ice up. You got to get people moving. You got to get people skating and you got to take better shots too is the other thing. I thought a lot of our scoring chances were fizzled out because of bad shots. I got three thoughts here. And first one is I think we got slightly goalied tonight. Mm, Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari was really good tonight. I mean, he he had that one gaffe in the first period in the first minute, and then he saved everything else after that. So I thought he had a really good game. Maybe goalie is not the right word. Goalie yeah. is not the right. No, what Matt Murray did to us in the, the Maple Leafs game, that was getting goalied. Yeah, that, that's probably why I'm not saying it's just because I remember <laughs> what Matt Murray did. But yeah, I wouldn't say that Yari stole this game. I think he played well, but yeah, I thought Otter played well too. I thought they played pretty, mm-hmm. pretty equal, honestly. Agreed. And I think it came down just to one play. And yeah, one bounce. Malkin did it. Yeah. Uh, my my second one, uh, I forgot. Daggummit. 
Well, I'll tell you the I'll tell you the third one. I'll tell you go ahead and tell you the, my third thought. My third thought was actually about the Stars record against who are currently in the uh in the playoff race. And I believe if I'm remembering this off the top of my head, it's four, five, and five. So that's, that's not very good. That is not very good whatsoever. So that's probably something that I'm, I'm going to be looking at in a blog post and double check on the stats there, but we'll, we'll see on that. And dadgummit. Wish I remember that second thought. Maybe it'll come. Oh, special teams. That's that, that's what it was. Special teams. The, the Stars lose the special teams battle tonight. So even though Again. they have, yeah, and they've been doing that consistently lately. Past five games. Mm-hmm. So they take three bad penalties in the first period that kind of takes the momentum away from them, in my opinion. Because they, sure. they were the better team in the first 10 minutes, I thought. Absolutely. And n- not by a lot, but by th- I definitely yeah. thought they were getting the better chances. And yeah. then they allow a power play goal. It was just one, but still they allow a power play goal. And then their power play, which has been fantastic for them, especially on the road, they're first in the NHL on the road. They don't take advantage of their opportunities tonight. And I know they only... I think they had two tonight. Is that correct? They had two. They had a big one in the third period. I mean, yeah, it's not like the refs didn't get us give us an opportunity because yeah. they you did. had your chances. So those are just some of my thoughts uh, coming from this game about what happened in this game. Um, was there anything in tonight's game that led you to, to believe that we should be worried about this upcoming road trip? Because I am very worried about tomorrow night. Not scoring should should worry all of us. I mean, we're, we're looking good. We're getting the chances. We said that all last season, and we just kept on not scoring. So someone needs to find a way to score. Robertson, yes, he needs to get back on the sheet. But come on, our, our scoring can't be Robertson and Ben. Someone else has to find a way to pitch in. It, we really need some help from anybody, especially I'm looking at that second line. We, we need some help from them. And now, and this is kind of a startling t- statistic because it's kind of weird. But Robertson is now pointless in three games since it yeah. since his streak was uh, ended against the. And that's not good, Eagles. but he gets a lot of we- a lot of leeway because he's still the third highest points in the National Hockey League. And he scored almost double the amount of goals that Rope Hintz has, and yeah, Rope Hintz has twelve. Any other player on the team? Yeah, so he gets a little bit of leeway compared to everybody else. But yeah, someone else needs to pitch in. Time on ice tonight was pretty much even across the board for a lot of people, um, especially the forwards. The only discrepancy I see is obviously Miro Haskinen. The the guy is a workhorse. 27 minutes and three seconds in tonight's game. I'll point out something I really liked. Ryan Suter's minutes dropped. He's below 18 minutes tonight. I like that a lot. He's he's passed by Haskinen, Lundqvist, Lindell, and Hockenpah. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that's a big deal and maybe that means he'll be more effective he played a good game today i thought honestly he was fine i thought he did some stupid stuff too um biggest winner biggest loser tonight uh my biggest winner is gonna be rope hints i mean he's been really good since he signed his contract we need him to be better we need him to step up on this road trip and find a way to score some goals for robertson i mean do it for robo <laughs> he had so many goals for so long do it for robo Biggest loser? My biggest loser is someone we didn't really talk about tonight is Roddick Foxa. I have no idea why, but every time he touched the puck, he lost it. Every single time he had it. He had a lot of chances offensively, 
that where he got the puck in the offensive zone with space and he just threw it into the boards. I don't know what he's doing. I know he's our defensive center. He's getting paid $3 million. He should be able to handle the puck. He, he didn't do it at all tonight. And it was yikes. He also has a penalty. There you go. Biggest loser, Roddick Foxa. Didn't like. My biggest winner I'll give to Nils Lundqvist because he's been playing a lot better as of late. Ever since he got scratched, he's been playing absolutely kind of the way that we really need him to. I mean, considering to, yeah. considering that we gave up a uh, first-round pick for him. Actually, one of our talking points for our Wednesday episode is going to be about Nils Lundqvist and whether he's been worth that first-round pick that Jim Nell gave up. So we'll past talk five games, yes. <laughs> yes, I agreed. Um. My biggest loser, it's kind of hard because everybody everybody played pretty well defensively. I mean, it, as a team defense, it was hard to look at one player and be like, you know, this guy really sucked. Because I, I can't I can't I can't really think of one. Um, I, I guess I'll, I'll do, give you one. Oh, 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 oh I got I got it. I'll, I'll do it a split between two players because they're kind of snake bit right now. Tyler Sagan and Tyler Ty Delandria. And we Absolutely. talked about that second line. Now, Ty Delandria has a little bit of leeway because he just got back on the second line for this game. But uh, Tyler Sagan, I, not because they played bad, but we need them to score. We need yeah. them to score. Sagan had a lot. monkey off the back. And he just right back to it is what it looked like. Yep. And, I mean, Delandria, eventually one of these things is going to go in. I mean, he's had lots of chances over the last couple of couple of nights, couple of games. So, We'll see how that works out for, and, for them. And for Sagan, I think it's his shooting. His shooting is really bad, in my opinion. Like, pay attention to it a little bit. One of his best shots of the night, one of his best chances of the night, was just right into the center of Yari. Like, not even not even a, a competitive attempt is what it felt like. So I really didn't like that. And I actually do want to give one more Biggest Loser. It's to the Whopper commercial from Burger King. Oh, my goodness. We heard it two times every single commercial break. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop. I'm never going to buy a whopper ever again because of that stupid commercial. Oh man. Oh, Chris. Well, I don't even like Burger King, anyways. Like, do you even like Burger King? I, I don't remember ever eating a Burger King whopper. Whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> I can tell you every single whopper they have, though, now. It sucks. Including that stupid impossible whopper? Junior double triple? Junior double Bacon? triple? Impossible? I know all the whoppers. Oh, man. This sucks. All right. Uh, we'll wrap a bow on that game, but quick question for you, Chris. Um, does Riley Tufty get into the game tomorrow? I hope not. <laughs> you don't think so? I think he will. I think he will. Um, I don't exact. I haven't been paying attention to Texas enough to see if he's been doing any good. Um, 11 points. Gonna- 11 points in the nat- last nine games. Very good. Uh, and especially on a second night of a back-to-back, it is definitely useful to have fresh legs. I mean, anywhere you put him, he'll be, it'll be noticeable that he's faster. So he should. I hope, I really hope that they put uh, Hanley in there and take out Colin Miller. And I'm just saying Colin Miller, just based off of looking at the time on ice tonight, he had the lowest. So Take Miller out, put Hanley in. Hanley will be fine. And then, I mean, Tufty needs to go in. (laughs) Tufty needs to go in. I want to see him get a shot because Garyonoff is not working and Tufty is enormous and 
has been doing really well offensively lately. So maybe throw him on that third line for tomorrow night and scratch Garyanov. And I know that sounds crazy considering Garyanov has well, some people would say you're not giving Garyanov a chance. Garyanov has gotten so many chances. The dude Last is 25 now. He is 25 now. Years he's had chances. So, anyways, Chris, you don't even have to go into a rant about it. People can go read it. So go check out Christian's blog post on the Starcastic Remarks website, starcasticremarks.com, and he talks about all of the Garyanov stuff and why what has gone wrong with Garyanov and lots of different reasons. Some is fault, some not his fault, but I'm an author. <laughs> Chris's first official blog post. Congratulations, buddy. Thanks. All right. And as always, guys, please go and check out StarcasticRemarksShop.com for all of the latest merch options from us. And uh, we appreciate our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for being our sponsor of this episode and all of THPN. Chris, anything else you want to say tonight? Whopper, 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 whopper. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord, it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> Along with Christian, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you guys are listening. We will see you guys tomorrow night.